Today we have a conversation with Tom Gumpel and Isha Demir of the Broker and Baker team at Preferred Shore. We go into their background, how they began their career in real estate, came together, and are now helping customers find their sense of place. So without further ado, please enjoy this conversation with Tom and Isha. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us today. I'm really excited to be working with you and, and to have this conversation. Awesome. Thanks for having us. We're really excited about being here. Of course. Well, um, so I'd like to first, of course, just go into your, your background and, and to have a chance for everybody to learn more about you individually and then also together as, as the broker and baker team, which is really exciting. So ladies first, we'll start with you, okay. Isha. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, broker and baker is a new, but I'm in the business for almost seven years. And Tom and I, we decided to get something the fresh and new that is gonna show about us. So we decided to get the Brooklyn Baker team. Yes. Um, we are so excited for that. It's it's gonna be different and very cool. Of course, and you know we've had some conversations about it offline, and I'm very excited about it as well. I think it's gonna be a very dynamic way to to uh, work with people here in in, in our local market yeah. areas. <laughs> Yeah, I've been in the industry, the hospitality industry for all of my life. And when we talked about myself going out there and getting a real estate license and venturing into this new career at my age, I stubbornly um, thought that if I'm going to do this, it would have to use my previous knowledge. Mm -hmm. And how would, how would we bring my career into this without it being too wonky and too silly, right? Sure. Um, but you know, it's this seems like this is the hospitality industry at its very purest form. It you is, know? and so so far, it's been really comfortable for me to to work my way into it. You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'd love to get into some of your background in, in a few moments. I'd like to um, maybe before before we do so, Isha, mm -hmm. talk about your you're an immigrant from Turkey. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell us a little bit about your story. <laughs> so I'm originally from Turkey, Istanbul. And 2009, I decided to come to the United States for just vacation. <laughs> that vacation became my hometown. So since 2009, um, I'm living in the United States for Florida. And now I'm counting, like, based on my age, I spent more than like a quarter time of my life has been here. Mm -hmm. And uh, as a Turkish here, I feel very confident about to do for the real estate business. My background has been coming from the uh, an art. So I went to art school in Turkey. Okay. And I never imagined myself one day I'm gonna be a real estate agent that time. <laughs> so after I moved here and I was looking, what can I do the differently here other than art and de designing, graphic mm -hmm. design. So, and I was watching a lot of HGTV <laughs> to learn and improve my English and to learn the different stuff. So it's very impressive me. I said, okay, let me try to be a real estate agent. Mm -hmm. And I love to check for the open houses that time. And anytime when I visit for the weekend, it become my hobby to go visit the open houses. Mm -hmm. So after I said, okay, let me take the, uh, the course and try it. And after I love it. I love to be in real estate. And anytime when I'm in struggling or has some um, hard time, I remind myself, I love my job and this is a part of it. So I have to be continue that way. Yes. And after um, it's been 
be a Turkish bilingual. I started to receive a phone call organically. The people who are Turkish decide to move here or who has been living here. They finding me somewhere and they said, we would like to buy a house. Can you help us? And for the past client, I said, this is so cool. So I don't have to be, you know, I found my niche has been naturally. Mm -hmm. And when we met with the Tom, he said I inspired him for the real estate. Actually, I sold his two houses before. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> then um, he said, how can I help you? And I'm thinking for maybe we can do something together. How can I support your business? He said, why you don't think about to get your license? Then we can uh, create our team and we can work together. Mm -hmm. So during that time, we were thinking what we can do differently. And now it's been, I'm working almost 80% Turkish customer. Is that right? Okay. Mm -hmm. And But I have local customer too. Of course. So now it's been the dynamic that Tom can work with the local people. Uh -huh. I can work with the, for the international investors and local Turkish people. Mm -hmm. So it's been making more strong and our business. And also we can serve more people. Mm -hmm. So that makes for the stronger team and Brooker Baker is being... I was planning to get my broker license. I see. And after I said, okay, I'm gonna get my broker license and you're a baker, why we are not creating a team named Brooker and Baker? Mm -hmm. And prefer sure is being perfect, you know, umbrella for us and supporting us. So we said, let's go, let's destiny. <laughs> That's really fascinating. So you can see as an immigrant from Connecticut, this is my inspiration as you can tell. <laughs> well, I, I didn't know that you're a past happy customer, which is a perfect story. That yeah, yeah, story that's part of the, uh, the beginning of how we met. It's all entangled in uh, real yeah. estate deals. One of my hardest deal, I can tell you. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> that's a whole podcast on its own. <laughs> yeah, but I never give up. We yeah. close, finally. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm curious about a couple of things. One, I'm just not particularly well attuned to the Turkish community that we have locally. Is it a pretty sizable population of, of Turkish immigrants, would you say? I'm, I'm just, I don't know much. It of, is yeah. actually, mm -hmm. I was surprised because um, when I moved to Sarasota, I guess we were like a hundred families around 80. Now it's been a lot for, mm -hmm. So there is a, some international market opened here and Turkish business owners has been for the like, community has been getting more expanding. And I heard as the Tampa and St. Pete area has been for the more Turkish people has been moving. So other than in New York, New Jersey and other states, uh, whoever lives in over there, the Turkish people already, after COVID, as you know, this Florida become more popular yeah. state for the uh, the local, the mowing, mm -hmm. and we getting more and more the Turkish people around. I guess I can say maybe is a thousand families around wow. now That's since uh, I started the business. Very interesting, more than I would have guessed. I'd, yeah. yeah just and if you see a granite job being done in a kitchen or a bathroom, it's almost always going to be odds Turkish. Are it's a Turkish family. Yep. Interesting. Yep. Well, huh. it's interesting one thing that I'm the one of three Turkish agents in the town. Okay. So other two Turkish agents, they're not really concentrate maybe for the working with the Turkish customer. Okay. Even I know that some of them is the, they are not uh, introduced themselves like for the Turkish. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's why I'm receiving a call, and I changed my name because my original name is Ayşegül, and it's so hard to pronounce okay. and spell. Mm -hmm. So it's been getting more harder. One. 
one time my um, when I started to work here the retail store before the real estate business my manager told me your name is so hard to pronounce <laughs> can I use a nickname I said sure she said I'm gonna call you Isha and I said okay so Aisha will become Isha now is being using my name is Isha Demir Demir is a Turkish last name too okay and the customer is asking are you Turkish I said yes I'm Turkish yeah okay so do you speak Turkish too I said yes <laughs> um, so after they said be very comfort for to communicate our native language when we are buying a house mm -hmm. so my last customer is being find me from website searching a Turkish real estate agent in Sarasota. Mm -hmm. She find out me, she called me and then conversation started. And they are very, the personality in the like, Turkish culture has been very, um, no patient. They said, okay, I found a house. I just want to make an offer. Can you just, I said, okay, so <laughs> slow down yes. so I can help you. Let's start for the consultation. Let's get together and I can learn what you are looking for. How can I help you? No, 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 I know. I, I'm going to buy all cash just today. Just help mm -hmm. me. I said, okay, I will help you. So after we have closing uh, this Monday. Oh, fantastic. And she's very excited. She said, you helped me a lot. And how can I show my appreciation? I don't know. I said, just send me more referral to Turkish customer. I can help them. Mm -hmm. So it's been kind of that has been the hearing back it makes me more happy and excited to yes. work more customer. Mm -hmm. uh, but as I'm saying, the local uh, customer the same way that I love to help everyone, not just for yes. like, you know, I cannot say I'm only working for the Turkish people. Of course. But there's a lot. And I created my YouTube channel 2016 when I started a business. Okay. So I make for the bilingual and mm -hmm. organically the Turkish people has been watch my videos and shorts they start to reach out me and lots of the immigrant, they decide to move here or the, some partial investments. Right, right. So it's been, they come in here and I would like to serve, you know, give them the service. Of course, and we'll be sure to link to your YouTube channel yeah. and in the description here. Yeah. So I had two more quick questions from what, what you had shared so far. One, I was curious if there's a particular um, art medium that you're most inspired by what you were studying in art is it sculpture or painting uh, or what it was <laughs> for uh, painting and printing so okay. it's we call it serigraphy in turkish okay it's like a kind of the printing but mostly for the watercolor yeah and oil painting and also for uh photography is being part of it mm -hmm. so we learned the every class that mostly for drawing I and see. Yeah. Very interesting. And I'm still continue for the, you know, part yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. It helps <laughs> a lot for like a kind of meditation or for the, my, you know, spending a time for the art. It helps for the, take myself from the all others, you know. Just kind of center you and. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, lastly was, um, you said you discovered um, Florida on vacation, correct? But when, before you were a U.S. Uh, resident so but did you come to sarasota for vacation or where were you vacationing and um, how did you find sarasota so i was living with my roommate in istanbul okay and my roommate's best friend who lives in sarasota oh, okay. last 10 years they were like friends from the childhood time and it's funny because my roommate i and my sister one sunday uh breakfast time like in istanbul the bosporus view they said, let's go this summer 
um, the vacations being maybe New York or Europe. Mm -hmm. And my roommate told me, let's go to Onel's, that his name is Onel, and mm -hmm. he's a business person here too in uh, the Sarasota. So I said, okay, why not? We can spend a time over there. Mm -hmm. So we decided to get for the company vacation. My roommate and my sister, they changed their mind. One of them said, no, I'm going to go to Greece. Other one said, uh, I have to work. Okay. And I said, okay, that means I'm going to go by myself. <laughs> so I came first to uh, New York City. Okay. And my friend took me and we came from New York to Florida. Mm -hmm. 24 hours trip with the car. We stopped by all other states. I see. And so most I spent my time in vacation is the Florida and yes. Sarasota at that time. And you got to see a big chunk of the eastern <laughs> seaboard on the way down, it I sounds. Did. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. You know my favorite part of that story that she didn't tell? The minute she got off the airplane <clears throat> in New York, they got in a car with the friends and drove up to Connecticut, literally a mile from where I was living at the time in wow. the woods in Connecticut at That's Foxwoods Casino. Yes. And That's I happened to be random. right there, right up the street. <laughs> yeah, and here I we are years later. 50 hours, no sleep after the long trip. Yeah. And they said, we will take you for tonight the fun. I said, where are we <laughs> going to go? The casino. I said, really? <laughs> so I was like, hallucination. And we went. Right. So after we talked with the Tom, he said, oh, when did you come this time? It's, we have lost hope for uh, the common stuff that we didn't know. We moved to Florida at the same time, the mm -hmm. same year. Wow. And Tom on vacation. Used to live right. in, uh, Tom used to live in uh, New York, yeah. and we moved the same year, 2009, mm -hmm. 2010. Mm -hmm. So we bought our the first house at the same year after um, the market crashed. Okay. And yeah. Yeah, lots of the common we have, yeah. even huh. we didn't know each other. Yeah, how interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, just meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's uh, learn a little bit more about you, Tom. <laughs> Just start from the beginning, my man. <laughs> well, I was born right outside New York City <laughs> to a family of 10 kids. So, yeah. And uh, where, you know. where were you in the pecking order? Uh, one of the youngest, okay. uh, number eight, <laughs> okay. the youngest boy. And then twin girls came along at the end. So, wow. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I grew up in Westchester County and then years later moved up to the coast of Connecticut. Mm -hmm. Spent, uh, the family did. I mostly spent my time traveling around the world cooking and experiencing food all over the world and uh but my home place was always back in connecticut got it yeah, yeah. and how did you um because we'll get into your role at the cia and all of these things but where did the journey for culinary arts begin for you i mean no, was it like a childhood fascination that just kind of grew or I'd yeah you know in, in new york back at the time um when i was 14 you were able to get your working papers your mother would, or father would have to bring you down to the city hall and get your little card in which you could work <laughs> 10 hours a week or something like, while you're in junior high school. Mm -hmm. And a friend of ours had a little Italian restaurant in Portchester, New York, and I was slinging meatballs uh, at 14 years old. And then I worked at Woolworth Woolco okay. at the counter <laughs> making uh, egg creams and grilled cheese sandwiches when I was 15 years old while going to school and uh, hmm. and then when it started to get serious about <coughs> excuse me about college uh, my father being a cardiologist and uh, didn't see me quite going the path of culinary and um, 
we kind of uh, th- those are the turbulent teens between me and my dad, you know, trying to yeah. figure out where I was going <laughs> to land. Mm-hmm. So uh, I pushed harder than he did, and I ended up uh, sticking with it and went to the Culinary Institute of America, the CIA, okay. in 1984 okay. as a student. So. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then, um, and and then you kind of ended up hanging around for some elevated roles in the future. <laughs> yeah, you know, I graduated. I graduated from college in '86, and um, a week after college, I was someone from Norway, a business owner in Oslo, Norway, gave me a one-way ticket to uh, do an apprenticeship in Oslo. So, um, I you know went from school to Norway and lived there and, and learned how to bake uh, Norwegian pastries and. They have a lot of vacations and a lot of time off, so I was constantly running down to Europe and just backpacking all around and, and getting that experience. Fantastic. Um, then came back to the United States and worked in San Francisco in the sourdough brick ovens. And um, my father became pretty engaged with me at that point. Like, okay, if you're going to do this, you're going to do it right. You know? Yeah, yeah. If you want to um, learn really solid lessons, which I didn't recognize at the time, if you're going to learn how to work with chocolate, go to Belgium mm. and do it you know do it for a year or two and then move on and mm-hmm. then if you want to learn bread on top of that go to san francisco or you know and and, and so he was super helpful in um getting me to my goals right so uh mm-hmm. so uh spent a lot of time in mexico city and tokyo and, and different places just uh experiencing other cuisines and cooking and uh, mm-hmm. building the career you know? and yeah. I, I joined the cia later on um 10 years later to become a teacher Okay. In the classroom, a chef instructor, and did that for a couple of years. And uh, I, I was part of a group of people, three people that went to France and uh, competed on the world stage for uh, um, a baking competition, and oh, wow. we ended up winning the grand prize. And uh, on the return back, the president of the school said, "Are you interested in the promotion to becoming the dean of the program?" So. Um, mm. I did that and was there for 10 years after that. Is that right? Uh, so, ten, so 10 years as dean then? Yeah. yeah wow. Yeah, so. Wow, that's really impressive. And, yeah, it was a good um, experience. <laughs> I'm sure you've had a lot of different uh, people and personalities come through that you got to rub shoulders with. And, of course, uh, yeah. lots of celebrity chefs. We were, you know, now celebrity chefs. That was kind of a new uh, phenomena that began. When, when would you say that the celebrity chef thing kind of began with that would that be like mid like early 2000s or yeah i think as the, as as the um celebrity the american celebrity chef started to pop up i was so caught up and interested in the classical chefs right right, right? paul bocuse and you know um the teachings of escoffier and his his lineage of chefs that have come through new york and in some of the early french restaurants and uh and just uh, Jacques Papin and these really incredible chefs that have really built the foundation of cuisine in this country. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got less caught up in um, some of the TV chefs. Sure, that's understandable. Um, you know, but I really respected and, and still do. You know, people like Anthony Bourdain, who is really deeply rooted in the, uh, doing things the right way in the classics and, and mm-hmm. in technique. And so mm-hmm. uh, he was always an inspiration. Um, you know, I was I was young. I was 29 years old when I took the position. Mm-hmm. So I was starry-eyed um, when you know Jacques Papin would come to school and do a demonstration. I was able to sit and have dinner with him. Or right, right. You know, so it, it was uh, it was quite an experience. Yeah. When when you first met Anthony Bourdain, as you mentioned, was was that before he had a TV show or anything, or was that after? Oh yeah, way way before yeah. that. I mean, I first knew him in New York City. You know. Okay. Um, and then it, w- it wasn't until later he. When he became a little bit more well-known broadly, uh, 
he came back up to the school to speak at graduation and that type of thing. Yeah. But uh, no, Julia Child was you know one of my favorites. Oh, she that's was, amazing. She, she was amazing. It's been I've spent a couple of days with her in New York and in Portland, Oregon as well. Um, but she was she was special. Yeah, I can I can only imagine. That's just some amazing yeah. times and experiences. It sounds like that yeah. you had. That's an, that's just fantastic. Yeah. So um, and then you know from the CIA, you um, had taken your your career from the academic world into the public world, and um, I, I'm aware of Panera. And maybe you could elaborate on that a little bit. Maybe if there's some other ventures that are of yeah. interesting note to to share. <laughs> yeah, it was a huge li- it was a huge life lesson for me because. I always have this feeling that when you become complacent in your work, some change has to happen, mm-hmm. either by your hand or, or the universe, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that one year I had a child, right? I, we, ha- we had a, a daughter. I just finished um, writing a book with the CIA, mm-hmm. and that was a three-year project. Um, I just had gotten a second uh, bachelor's degree. It all happened within the first three months of that year. Wow. And I just sat at my desk one day, literally sat at my desk one day, looking over the Hudson River Valley and just said, I think I'm done here. Like, mm-hmm. What am I going to do here? Just sit in this office. And, and I love what I did, but I just felt like I needed something. And the memory is that the phone rang at that moment. But within that day, the phone rang and it was a uh, you know, one of the top people at Panera Bread, mm-hmm. St. Louis Bread Company, Panera Bread. Um, and uh, the voice on the other end said, hey, want to come talk to you? I said, well, come on to the CIA and I'll show you what we're doing here on campus. And, and he came over and um, spent the full day with me. And that next day he said, why don't you come join the team and um, help us grow this concept and run bakery and, and show us, you know, show America what, artisan baking could be like, you know, across hmm. the whole, you know, ultimately 2,600 stores. So uh, it, it happened exactly like it does in the movies, you know. Yeah, that's incredible. And so was that at a very early stage of Panera, where before they had so many locations and things? I think or? we had 600 cafes, okay. right? Um, yeah. Some, somewhere around that number. Yeah. Um, you know, they had a, St. Louis is where they're from originally, so St. Mm-hmm. Louis and Chicago and some of those really... Um, well vetted areas you know i think chicago had like 50 cafes just in chicago right um but you know went from there to 25 or 2600 in the next 13 and a half years right right and it also went from public to private department you know the the whole stock market uh uh, transition and the growth Mm -hmm. in the stock was just amazing and the work that was done um by all of us in leadership on cleaning up the food system Mm-hmm. Um, no chemicals and colors and artificial flavors and all that stuff. We, you know, it was it was a huge project and an incredible thing to be part of. You know. Yeah. What would you? What was your um, like title or, if you will, or role there? Vice President of R and D. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so you had kind of your your fingerprint on elements all through the menu and everything. I down still. Yes. Yeah, I still walk into the cafe. Yeah. In fact, I was in a cafe in. Uh, in Northport last week, uh, two weeks ago. Okay. Um, and I was sitting, I have a picture on my phone. I was sitting in the cafe, Isha had a meeting, and I said, I'm gonna go to Panera and grab, grab a cup of coffee. And I was just sitting there and looking around, and I look over the bakery wall, the bakery mm-hmm. wall, and there's a quote on the wall that says something to the effect of that, you know, everybody should be eating great bread every day, something like, 
Tom Gumpel. Oh, really? Still on the, like, <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Piece, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh, that is. I guess I'm okay cool. with that still. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, so, uh, well, that, yeah. I mean, yeah. all of us in R and D, we have, you know, we everything from the mac and cheese to the soups mm-hmm. to we all mm-hmm. we all look back and, and see our. Our, 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 you know, our fingerprint on, still on the menu. So. That's cool. Well, I'm, I'm sure those were some good times as well. Oh, yeah, and, um, the best of my, times. my kids uh, are, are big fans of the broccoli cheddar soup yeah. and the sourdough bowl. I oh, mean, yeah. there's... Uh, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't share recipes. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my sister was asking to him, oh, can you share the recipe? We love that soup and... No. Nope. No. Four, 4,000 pounds <laughs> of cheddar cheese. <laughs> but it's a yeah. fat-free, calorie-free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Well, I'm excited to just um, get a, a little bit more information about the vision for Broker and Baker and, you know, the things that uh, have, you know, you, you've gone through a lot of, of fascinating journeys and, yeah. you know, it sounds like your lives have been intertwined in a lot of interesting ways before you're even consciously aware of it back to the casino. That, yeah. Uh, have, have really led you to this moment to now go and, and serve customers. And, um, you know, I know that you're a bit newer to the real estate industry aside from buying and selling properties of your own, but I'd love to just learn more about the, the vision that, that you can um, bring to customers here. Yeah, um, and, and it's evolving, right? It's definitely an or- organic uh, concept, right? But it's, it's, a, it's a blend of community based around food and comfort. Right. Finding what we call your sense of place, like um, how do I, you know, I, and I've talked to you about this before. How do you bring, how do you bring a, a, a career from the past into this new venture, and how do you do it authentically without it being kitschy or or not making a difference for the ultimately for the customer, right? Mm-hmm. And and the one thing that always dawns on me, I was at a a, a showing recently. Um, a very large house, um, a couple million dollars, and it was just a gorgeous place, just beautiful. And mm-hmm. I walked into the kitchen, and they had the same stove as my house did, my little cottage downtown. Mm-hmm. You know, this little stove with a glass top, and I was like, and they called it a chef's kitchen. And I'm saying to myself, <laughs> someone could make an impact on that statement. Like, what is a chef's kitchen? How how could you be the go-to person for, like, creating a great environment and how do you do that right mm-hmm. do we do open houses where if you were selling your house i would say i would love to do an open house where i actually bake in your kitchen during open house mm-hmm. and when people walk in they have fresh banana bread and everybody's going to walk away with a nice wrapped banana bread and a, a recipe card that goes with it mm-hmm. and just start to bring meaning to the home ra- rather right. than, rather than a tour that is look at this look at this look at this but just bring life to the space and right. i think through food and where i'm at with bakery i think there's an opportunity to just loosen it up a little bit you know and, mm-hmm. and just you know because it the old the old real estate um tactic is you know put some chocolate chip cookies in the oven yeah right to get them but like what if you really did that in right. an authentic way right right and and um and so that's part of it. The, right. Know, call it a tactic, but that's part of it, right? And then if you have a, a neighborhood flyer that I'm going to send out under Broker and Baker and Isha and Tom, then mm-hmm. half of the card has a recipe that breaks off and you put it in your, your cabinet at home. You oh, know? I love that. And, yeah. and just things like that that just, I don't want to put my past away. If right. I have to put my past 
in a box and hide it under the couch, then I don't want to do this. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, so I'm going to try to get feedback from people like you and Isha and others. Like, that's great or that's silly. Don't do that. But you know, just guiding this my past into my future. Right. Well, I, I think that's very well said. And, and we've had some other offline conversations, as you mentioned, where I love that uh, for both of you, you're interested to make sure that what you're doing is serving society in in a, a bit more profound of a way than just what it would what people would expect on the surface that, you know, of course, there's there's the real estate service, but there can be something more, you know, some an extra ingredient, if you will, that yeah. uh, just makes it special. And even with Turkish, I mean, this this is the month of Ramadan, the, okay. the holiday. Mm -hmm. and, and um, there is a specific bread that is made for this. And, and just in the next few days, when we get through these next uh, couple of days of, uh, uh, you know, busyness, we're <laughs> going to do a video that this is where it crosses over and start bringing the Turkish customer into it by baking. I think it, it starts to break down some of the barriers of nervousness of dealing with uh, Americans or English. And, and she's been a great bridge for that relationship of mm -hmm. imagine if you really tied into the culture with their breads and their specialties and, and absolutely you know, yeah. but also is about uh the plus more than that is being that what we uh what how we consultation with uh, the customer so we ask them for what they are looking for mm -hmm. and th there's a lot of two people has been moving to florida recently and when they are moved here, they are new. Mm -hmm. uh, other than relocation in our local area, is a lot of the new people has been moving to Florida and Sarasota. Yes. And then their second question, where we can eat? Yes. Can you recommend us for the restaurant or where we can buy for the, the good bakery? And that question is being inspiring for, oh, so I can give the like whole community as the best place for to go you can eat that restaurant or you can go, you know, because we call our, uh, the branding also has been local. Mm -hmm. So international local. So whoever decides to move to Sarasota or relocate, they need the idea for the learning community, Sarasota, Siesaki. We have lots of two beautiful place around. It's been the best beach on the uh, USA as a Siesaki or uh, the farm market, fresh market every week for the downtown. Mm -hmm. So new people, they don't know. And recently I saw on one of the platform in internet who are uh, recently moved to Sarasota, new people has been asking a question and they get together. So learning and around. So we would like to have the people that you can go to that restaurant. It's a perfect place or the for the school, the you know mm -hmm. family has been asking where is a good school for our kids? Can mm -hmm. you recommend? And or the the last of the option for the international investor buyer or the whoever moving town and they are new, they need other than the house what their how their life is gonna be here. So most people has been coming here for vacation and three days later, <laughs> literally they said. Oh, we decided to move down here. Mm -hmm. Is it really? <laughs> and after they call him from the FaceTime and during the open house, their friend, we just got contract. You guys have to move here too. They are mm -hmm. bringing more people. So someone has to give them advice and guide them sure. to teach and learn. Uh, not to learn. It's been teaching and showing around for the guiding yeah. and our local community and area. Mm -hmm. So because most of when I talk with the recently real estate agents too, the new, 
they are moved here two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. And this is the difference between actually our team and for the, I'm talking about the new agents, for the new, they moved here and they start the business. We have knowledge about for the community area and how they can find entertainment and for the all around. Mm. So as you are more local than us, you yeah. uh, you were born in Sarasota. Uh, too, not right? quite it's born, but we I've been here from about '96 on. Okay, so, I've been so here you a are long very time, more yeah. the longer <laughs> yes. time to spending your life doing here. doing little videos while we're yeah. eating at a new <laughs> restaurant or something like that. So yeah. um, I guess we can help more people other than real estate to finding their Sense dream of house or <laughs> yes it's mm-hmm. been it's a more so yeah. i guess it's going to be really helpful for the new you know the customer of and course, it takes yeah. for the more involving not just for the one-time transaction right so the customers mean they sending more referral and more involving because after they purchase their house or they sold still they need to help from you as an agent you mm-hmm. are not just for the selling house correct you are also guiding and helping them for when they need any uh the vendor or the for you know, we get texts every place. week of like what yep. restaurants you know just a list of restaurants that they're yeah. looking for constantly yeah. especially yeah well tr- um realtors are definitely trusted advisors and yeah. there are many yeah. different hats that's and that's why um as as realtors we're some of the most solicited people um, in, in terms of you know being at the very top of, of the food chain, if you will, where all the service providers and vendors, they want to create relationships with the realtors because they know that we mm-hmm. give those recommendations for the restaurants, for dry cleaning service, for lawn service, pool service, pest control, you know, all these different yeah. things. We're kind of yeah. the one that people go to. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I think that one of the, one of the things that and you, it, you just struck a chord in me is like, being a chef for years and people say what do you do for a living say, I'm a chef it kind of evokes a, a feeling or a, 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 a communication right you could they react a certain way mm-hmm. and since I've gone into the real estate business and people say what do you do and I'm saying I'm a real estate agent there's there's an it's almost like a trust like an automatic trust is there even mm-hmm. though <laughs> you know some of the the statistics um, you know may differ from that I just like people automatically open these conversations about finance or the mm. world, what's going on with the economy, like I'm supposed to know this, but sure. it's, it's interesting <laughs> that there, there's, there's this fundamental trust about, uh, you know, am I going in the right direction with my, mm-hmm. with my life? It's very interesting. It is, it is, yes. We're definitely thought of as trusted advisors and like yeah. any profession, you know, like a, a dentist or a doctor or a lawyer, there's, there's good doctors and bad doctors. Yeah. There's yeah. good yeah. dentists, bad dentists. And Absolutely. so the same with realtors. Uh, Fortunately and unfortunately, but uh, yeah, but yeah, for the for most sure. part, um, you know, there's a great code of ethics and a good group of people, yeah. and um, it definitely, definitely is a is a great vocation. Yeah. Was there anything else that comes to mind that you'd like to share with our audience? Sure, <laughs> I would like to share with the Tom's first customer how you know reach out to him. Is we went oh, a yeah. weekend or watched the sunset in the uh, the, the Bay Park, the Sarasota Bay oh, Park. Oh right, yeah. One. Awesome. So it's beautiful for to watch the sunset, right? mm-hmm. and we have our drink and went for the literally watching for the sunset. And I answered the phone call. I said, "No, I'm not gonna answer that phone. It's a weekend, and just we came for the spend a private time." Mm-hmm. So he said, "Please answer. I don't want to interrupt your the business because of that." And I'm kind of like a uh, how you can exp- how how can I describe myself? It's been if the phone has been ringing. 
doesn't matter what I'm, I'm doing, I have to answer that phone. Mm-hmm. And he knows me. Mm-hmm. So I said, answer, don't worry about it. <laughs> and I'm talking on the phone um, for the customer about real estate. And he took my photo when I'm talking. And I took posted a on Facebook. <laughs> and I said, even when you go to watch Sunset with your love, still you have to do some business. And after we posted on Facebook, he received literally a next day the phone call. Uh, one of his uh, students, students from, from the 20 New years York. ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, chef, are you doing real estate now? Mm-hmm. Uh, I need the help because I prefer to sell my mom's house and my daughter is going to sell over there. Can you send me for the referral and upstate New York? And we were planning for to buy something. So he suddenly related for like a the three transactions that started with yes. the one post. And he was, uh, the Thomas at the beginning, he doesn't know how he's gonna change all the whole career with the, for the social media because everyone knows my chef. Right, Now right. he's gonna for the real estate agent. And it's been for the transition, has been from become to top chef to for the real estate. It's kind of maybe the huge big change. And for who knows him, I said, do you, I would like to t- tell you something that makes you comfort. You know how I start the business? Uh, I introduced myself, Isha Demir, as a realtor. Mm-hmm. So my neighbors, everyone knows me as a realtor. Mm-hmm. Even my background has been in the art, and I'm an artist. But I would like to introduce myself as a realtor. So when you start to say, I'm a broker baker team and baker and also real estate agent so the people start to or mm-hmm. people knows you for like a real estate yeah. agent and you feel more comfort and you like to have both sides like stepping into your identity yeah. for the right. a new identity right and mm-hmm. for me it was the first time i ever believed in social media when that happened i was like whoa <laughs> this yes. woman wants to sell her house in new york her right. daughter's house in orlando yeah and buy a house in sarasota the Tom Ferry, our coach, is the head coach that I used to coaching and I restarted coaching. I recommend to Tom, let's go start coaching again mm-hmm. for to get more the creative and idea. So we went for the last event in Miami and I talked with the Tom Ferry and I introduced him. He said, I remember you. And he said to him, I recognize you from somewhere. How long you are in the business? I'm a brand new agent, <laughs> but I'm in the business for the. Knowing Tom Ferry's early years, we might have bumped into each other in some <laughs> other way. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So yeah, good. we are expecting for the uh, good stuff lots ahead. of yeah. the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is excellent. Well, I'm really excited to play our role and, and do my part in helping you mm-hmm. on your way as you go and serve others and help others and yep. you know help them discover their sense of place and build a community around that. I think it's all sounds yep. fantastic and. If you'd like for anyone to reach out to you, how how should they go about doing so? <laughs> so um, we have our website, mm-hmm. and we use for the social media Instagram account. Um, I created for the recent the, the TikTok account, but I guess TikTok is going to be goes down, right? The eventually, mm. we are expecting. Time will tell. I don't yeah. know. Who we knows? don't know yet. <laughs> but there's been lots of inquiries, so mm-hmm. we have YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. and um, we can put for the link on it and so website YouTube channel Instagram account and Facebook account mostly for the people reach out to us and 
we are all over the town and we are not just for the focusing for the Sarasota, we work for all around like a Lakewood Trench area, St. Pete, Tampa. So mm -hmm. sometimes even I sold a house in Orlando. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> so, yeah, that's yeah. not not terribly uncommon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we will be sure to link to all of that information, and I appreciate you both you spending some time yeah. with us and uh, introducing yourselves to yeah. our audience. Awesome. And uh, thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Awesome.